the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. It's a Monday. Let's get right with it. Uh, Anthony Fauci is in deep doo-doo. Or as we would have said when I was in the uh, in the military, he's in deep kimchi. All right? He really, really is. And uh, it looks like they're going to be pushing for his resignation uh, from the NIH. The GOP is calling for an investigation of Dr. Anthony Fauci, and that's escalated after uh, last week's revelation that the National Institutes of Health funded gain-of-function research on the coronavirus. In China. Yeah. Some of this was done. Well, they they knew that there was money that was spent on it. But here in the United States, they didn't know that gain-of-function actually was being worked on. And they got a letter from uh, NIH uh, to ranking member congressman james comer of the house committee on oversight and reform admitted to a limited experiment just we, we did it but just a little bit is like one of those things you get your you get you get caught eating cookies when you're allowed to it's like well i just had a no small... it's like saying I, i'm just a little bit pregnant <laughs> okay all right that's that's <laughs> okay. exactly uh they admitted works. to a limited experiment conducted in order to test if spike proteins from naturally occurring bat coronavirus circulating in China were capable of binding to the human ACE2 receptor in a mouse model, contradicting Fauci's previous claims. Hmm. The firestorm that followed renewed demands by Republicans in Congress for the resignation of the infectious disease uh, specialist. For the past year and a half, critical decisions for the whole country have hinged off of Dr. Fauci's advice and decrees. Two presidents have used his advice as a basis for our nation's response to COVID-19, said Congressman Doug uh, LaMalfa from California. Yet here we have incontrovertible proof that he has been intentionally lying to Congress. Dr. Fauci must resign and should face prosecution for perjury. And I agree with that. He lied directly Congress. Well, how many people was he involved in in killing? Well, we have no idea. We have no idea. I mean, he was funding the research that led to, to the virus escaping at in that area. Or were they doing the research? Does people actually believe that they were doing the research in that lab in that town, and that's where it broke out, but that didn't have anything to do with it? No. Oh, yeah. how, how many places do you do this kind of research? Do they do, do, they it? do it in Little Rock? It, uh, who knows? 
We, <laughs> we don't know right don't now. They do it well, in well, the thing is, if and you don't ask Fauci because he'll lie right to your face. If they'll lie to you about it, then how would you ever know? Oh, we knew he was a liar. Don't use a mask. Use a mask. Use two masks. <laughs> That's we true. I forgot about that. We yeah, knew he was a liar too. from day one. Yeah. <laughs> well, he even said it would be worth doing uh, gainer research. Uh, if it was if it, that it's, if somehow it crossed out and people were affected by it, the gains that you get from it. The value is, it, yeah, right, and so value. and there and that's an, that's an interesting argument to make because there's, there's a lot of different things to say. Well, it's worth the risk, but no. was it <laughs> worth the risk? And so we've got government <laughs> officials who are who are probably not responsible yeah. enough Funny. to be trusted with matches, and and we give them this major huge potential um, to to hurt. Well, on, on of top people. of this, all right. Now on top of this, Fauci. Uh, has has got more going on here. The National Review broke a story uh, saying he's accused of funding animal experiments with the with beagles because they're more docile. That, that seems to be abusive. From the Hills Changing America story, House members, most of whom are Republicans, want Fauci to explain himself in response to allegations uh, brought on by the White Coat Waste Project. That involves drugging puppies, according to the White Coat Waste Project. Now, remember that if you have puppies or kittens, put them in a bag and throw them in a creek and drown them, you, you can go to prison. All right? Millions of people, millions of people just died. But, but, and they're, but, and they're but, talking people, about puppies? But, but we're people, talking but about people are going to be more upset about the puppies. Yeah, they will be. <laughs> I already the, knew the that was going to be a point. I mean, how many, how many, how many hundreds that. of thousands are dying every year because of abortion? Right. You, and yet, and, and yet nobody people, hardly say anything. And yet people are more upset about the dog, about dogs. But, but mistreat a dog or a horse or something. Right. And oh my God. It's because it's people crazy. don't have that tangible emotional response to a fetus that they should, that they do to puppies. Right. So, so, so we, we have set up a profane society where our emotions lead us to care more about dogs than we do about people. Right. So we call evil good and good evil in the, okay. <laughs> is the bottom Listen line. Listen to this, all right? They said that this experiment was done in uh, Tunisia, North Africa. We paid for it, but they, they did the dirty work. Uh, and some of the dogs had their vocal cords removed. Allegedly... Yeah. So scientists could work without incessant barking. Yeah, people do that here in America. Nice. If you'd ever had a beagle, you could relate to that. But oh yeah, I've had. I don't a beagle and they bark. And they bark all the time. Yeah, I've never had a beagle. I think I've seen that before here in, here in America, where people have, would, do. Would, would would do that, make them keep them from being so loud. Well, but, they do it from guard dogs too, so people don't see them coming. Oh, but, well, just so everybody you know, that was uh, the NIH. Under Fauci, the division under Fauci paid $375,800 in a grant to a lab in Tunisia also to drug beagles and lock their heads in mesh cages filled with hungry sand fleas so that the insects could eat them alive, said the white coat waste uh, uh, people. They uh, also locked beagles alone in cages in the desert overnight for nine consecutive nights to use them as bat or, or as bait to attract infectious, infectious sand fleas. See, I have an emotional response well, to that. So it's what is, disgusting. I, I guess I wonder what, what was the point of that? Well, I mean, especially because you can't use drugs. Well, 
this wasn't testing drugs or anything they were just there is no doing it you for know some anybody reason. that mistreats animals people know is a sign that they may not be all there or they may psychotic. not have and they yeah, might they treat humans have, bad exactly too. exactly right <laughs> so you know people are on a different level they have a soul we're on a different level and than it, animals if, are but if there was some function to it if there, if there was some purpose to it i could i could understand you know there are some things that maybe, maybe you, it you, better be a, it better be a good reason yeah you're, you're trying to discover some procedure for humans or testing something and well yeah it's it's certainly better for you to try it out on a dog first if you can but i mean every you all know you've been with me for a long time I'm not an animal rights person, all right? I'm not uh, part of that whole thing. I I'm not a person that, that dresses my 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 Dexter, my little you, dog, you up in, in clothes you, you and all of that kind of crap. I don't do any of that. He's a dog, and and uh, he's not... He's not related to me, okay? He's just not related <laughs> to me. Uh, and if you get hungry enough... Yeah, if if I got hungry enough, he'd, he'd be on the rotisserie. All right? my, my dogs, my dogs, yeah, on a different level. Yeah, see, I I <laughs> ate dog when I was in Korea, so it it doesn't really phase you me. You didn't attend those meat markets, did you? Where yeah, they, yeah. Some where people, they would torture the dogs? Uh, I don't over there, it. well, they didn't torture them in front of you. Oh, some I don't people, believe it, Dave. Some, some people are you know? prejudiced; they only eat the ugly animals. Oh, the only the ugly animals. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Well, I, I guess it's okay then. No, it's not. Uh, we, we used to have pets. Relax. I, every situation. I, I, I ate rat, too. Uh-huh. Well, oh, I've uh, had a pet rat, but... Uh, uh, yeah, I ate rat over in Guam. I ate bat, and oh, I wow. ate the coconut crabs. Were, there, were there bats big enough in Guam? To oh, actually, my gosh, were yes. They, were they big? Yeah, they're they fruit bats. They, they feed wow. off of fruit, wow. and they throw them in a pot and boil them and cook wow. them. Were they like crabs? Fanihi. Were, were they about like a, a That's squirrel That's what it's called, fanihi. Well, they're not no, that big. Not that big. You got to eat a lot of them. It's okay. kind of like eating quail. Okay. <laughs> See, we just haven't been that hungry yet. We're lucky well, enough to, to right. have on good times. We oh, just right. hadn't oh, been yeah. that hungry right. well, yet. I mean, we, we eat. If you get that hungry, oh, I sure. mean, you wouldn't have known it. I mean, it's not <laughs> yeah, like no, you're picking right. up a bat right, with right. its wings, you know, and eating the middle of it or something. It's not the way it works. I don't we had a problem with delicacies and stuff like that. Yeah. But I mean, that's what it's considered over there. They take these big crabs and they put them in a cage. And they just feed them coconut. And then after you've done that for about eight months, the meat of that crab is oh, so sweet bet. and so good, you can you cannot imagine. So you get that and a little bit of drawn butter, and I'm telling you what, you can make a meal out of that. Oh, I bet. <laughs> I bet that's good. By the way, I I bought some. Have you ever heard of a, of a product called I guess it's called G. It's G H E E. Clarified butter. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I got that. I, I got a, a, a recipe. I got to use it in, and it's basically you know the same drawn butter. It's like what they use on lobster and stuff. Right. It's good. Huh. It's really good. And I also <laughs> found out. Are you a butter eater, um, Heidi? Do you like butter? Are you a butter eater? I'm vegan. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Um, I found out that uh, that if you get to, you may have seen it on television for that Irish butter. Irish butter is much richer than American butter because here in yeah in in, in America they only let you do eighty percent butter it, fat in like Ireland 83 percent. Yeah, I think I think I've been buying some of that lately in the grocery store. And I also like that hundred percent good stuff when you churn it yourself and. 
My grandma used it. to do that. Oh, well, yeah. I don't have really a cow, bad. and I don't have a churning thing. Well, I, 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 I don't have one. Right. I don't I even don't have, have a big either. enough porch to sit on. And <laughs> we did that. When I was yeah, a kid. yeah, but do you remember how good it was? Yes, it was delicious. And I remember I actually enjoyed doing it. But oh, that yeah. when you were a kid, you enjoyed doing cool. that kind of stuff. Yeah. All yeah. right, got to take a break. Let's do that. We come back. We'll talk some more. We got other things to talk about, like the Democrats say, "Hey, I, we think we can get our social infrastructure." bill through but we hate to tell you this it won't be 3.5 trillion hmm. we're going to go for 2 trillion we think we can get 2 trillion alright East End Towing don't forget about them they're no matter what situation you find yourself in and need a tow truck they can handle it for you because a lot of people think about towing is just towing a car well what do you do if you're in the car let's say you got a F-1500 and you're putting, push, pulling a, uh, a 40-foot trailer behind you, what do you do then? What do they do for you? Well, I can tell you this. East End has an answer for you. They'll tell you exactly as well as, and this, is, this happened to me one time. It has never happened again, and that is they tow you out to an impound lot. It gets expensive if you show up in an impound lot. I'm just telling you. So uh, talk to East End Towing if you need them. They'll help you all out with that. Uh, know that they are a part of the Arkansas Towing and Recovery Board. They're licensed and insured, and every one of their trucks is permitted. Call them at 501-888-8849. Put that in your phone. 501-888-8849. When you need a tow, call East End Towing. We continue on the Dave Ellswick Show, 22 minutes after 6. Let's talk about uh, Nancy Pelosi. I know, I know. It's early to talk about Nancy Pelosi. Some of you have just had breakfast. I'm sorry. <laughs> but I'm, I'm just telling you that she uh, she was on the Talking Heads yesterday, and I was up early yesterday morning. I don't know why. I couldn't sleep, but I got up at 6 o'clock, and about 7 o'clock they, they put on the Talking Heads shows, you know, Face the Nation and all mm-hmm. that other crap. And so I was watching them, and she was on Face the Nation maybe? But anyway, I was watching and listening to her. And she said, we'll have a, uh, a social uh, infrastructure bill. Now, that, that never even existed until the Democrats got in control this last time. Social infrastructure. It used to be called welfare. And now they call it <laughs> social infrastructure. You give, it, you, give it, you give a new name for you, something. You've got to. For the Democrats, it's all about semantics. Well, you change the, the words and you change the meaning of the words. Language. It's like I always say, you could be using the same word that they are, but they're using a different dictionary. Well, well, just, well just like when That's they... they like a, what point? Well, when different you, when dictionary. You, when you change the word gay, when you change the word marriage now. Well, you know what's really wild? What's really wild is just about less than a decade ago, if you said queer, mm-hmm. they'd pulled me off of the air. Well, you they, couldn't say that, but now... Now they want you to say it. They want That's, you to say that they're queer. Only when they I want just don't you get to it. say something. I well, language is their new uh, their new warfare. Well, socialism that's well, the way it works. Well, yeah. Democrats are, don't have a a, mod, a monopoly on socialism, and they don't have a monopoly no, on, on changing social programs. Well, the governor does it too. Like Arkansas works. Yeah, yeah. Like Obamacare and Arkansas works. That's the same thing. Same thing. Different dictionary. <laughs> it always remind people. Well, that's because 
we have big government Republicans as well as big government Democrats. Well, now, I will people. I will say more of the big government Republicans are disappearing than the big government Democrats. They they increase while the other side does decrease a little bit. But uh, yeah, there's a lot of them. And or worst of all, you got the Republicans that is this will get me reelected. So I'll yeah. vote for it. We'll move up the chain. You know, we've got an election cycle coming up. And the important thing is, is what are the, are the goals of the persons you're voting for? If the person you're voting for wants to be president of the United States, Watch out. then they're going to have to make some friends with some very powerful people and some very rich people, like corporations and stuff. They can't Man, listen just to, to run, just to run for state state uh, senator. you got to make friends you probably don't want to make friends with. Right. Yeah, well, you know, you probably need a quarter of a million dollars, maybe more, just to, yeah, or more to run for a state senate seat. So uh, now, there's people that could probably foot that bill, but whenever you start going nationwide, oh, you're talking, yeah, to, you're talking you know, hundreds of millions, millions of dollars. dollars. Yeah, you, you're talking at least several million dollars to run. But in a state at, to be a you know a federal you look, senator, you look senator. at the governor's race or anywhere else and you look, you're trying to decide who to vote for what are these people aspirations why is their track record mm-hmm. where have they been and where do they want to go and that will tell but you they a won't lot tell you where it. they want to go yeah, yeah but if you watch the, the track record you can figure I'm just it out telling you, but i'm just telling you oh yeah they, yeah, they won't talk exactly to you right it's it's one you figure it out i like sarah huckabee don't get me wrong i do i just question will she serve a full term i'm questioning where would she go question where would she go after if she back to Washington? she wants to run for president i think you really think so well or vice president but i think she'd she'd like to have her shot at the big at the big brass ring a lot of times do do you think she's got any chance at all at getting the nomination oh i would say she's got a high chance she has runs really yeah Yeah. she she has a a lot going on for her Hmm. anyway be a heck of a ticket but any who are they gonna list it if that's where you're going i mean you can look at our you can look at our curtain people that we have at the capitol and you and you look at their track record and who they're listening to and how they're controlling the the senate and the house and you think well i know where they're going i mean i don't know you don't need to tell me where they're going Wow. So, but that's something for people yeah, to think I, about i, I, I just don't i don't have a real go good off feeling on a tangent but i don't have a, a good feeling at all for sarah huckabee i i we still don't really know anything about her, do we? I mean, is there, is, well, has she she's come out coming with out now and, and expressing herself more, which I'm happy to, to see that she's doing. Um, you know, but my whole thing is when she made the statement a couple of weeks ago and she said, yeah, I'm talking more about national issues than local issues, um, I, I, I questioned, does that mean that she wants a national office Position. over her state office now don't get me wrong i i she's going to run and she's going to win she's running she's going to win leslie is is you know she's decent but she's got she's got some uh she's got some baggage that she's got to explain like ricky ricardo would say you know leslie you got some splaining to do uh you know when you stand up next to the governor and and endorse his hate speech legislation that's not good no you know and that's going to follow you through the rest of this election Uh, i like what she says in her ads i think she's done a good job whoever's doing her ad campaign have done a good job Uh, 
Sarah's not, she says a little bit about issues, but hers is all about, you know, I'm a real Arkansan and all that kind of crap. And I guess she feels like she's got to do that because yeah. she doesn't want to be seen now as, as like a carpetbagger. One of, one of the things is that's kind of interesting, though, is that you and I have to remember that we're not average voters. We we want to see the, yeah we we want to see the we're pretty immersed policies. in this stuff. right we we want to see the we want to see stuff on paper what do you believe yeah you can so tell we, a lot about right. well and that's, that's just is that you and I don't care about them walking through a field carrying a shotgun talking about how how they care about the Second <laughs> Amendment you talking about Asa <laughs> yeah something like that yeah and so so you you and I don't get really um, um, excited excited by um, fluff a- advertisements like that because we want to see what are your policies. What are your real policies? What do you think about this I particular want to see bill? Your, that I want to see your web sp- uh, site, and I want to see your white papers. Now, you're you're a real into it kind of person, if you know what I'm talking about when I say white papers. White, white papers, papers are papers that are uh, dealing with the specifics actual of policies. what you want to do. Right. Let's, right. let's see the actual policies. What did you think about this piece of legislation that ran last um, February or March. In fact, it used to be on, on the uh, the news, uh, national news. They used to do white paper reports. All right, let's get to the news. Hey, you know we're not that far from uh, Christmas time. I know you don't want to hear it, but I'm just telling you. Did you know that a week from Sunday you're going to fall back on time? That's right, and it'll be that way until like March 13th or something. But we'll fall back an hour. So it'll get, it's going to get dark at like noon. You know, it's gonna, <laughs> I, I hate when our, the time falls back. But bottom line is, uh, do your Christmas shopping now. I was listening to a story as I was coming in this morning, and uh, they said that they thought that the, uh, the big tie-up at the docks and stuff was going to kind of relax a little bit. But then the guy says, but if you're thinking you can wait to do your Christmas shopping, don't. All right. Because the toys, electronics, and all that. And, uh, you know, I'm, I guess the materials to make the Christmas products are still out there floating around uh, outside California or maybe now in Miami or whatever. But Hillcrest uh, Designer Jewelry, if you'll give Eric a call there at 501 246 3655 and do it now. Uh, he can get your unique piece of jewelry done at a reasonable price uh, for your significant other. So uh, give him a call, 501-246-3655. I'll probably have him on next week, talk a little bit about uh, what the hot uh, gemstones are going to be this year. Last year it was uh, colored diamonds. This year it will definitely be something else. But if it's diamonds you're looking for, let me tell you, Eric's got more diamonds uh, than you shake a stick at. It's a, amazing how many diamonds he can just pull out the, like a shelf out and show them to you. And, and they're not little ones, some of them, some of them very big ones. But uh, you talk to Eric, he'll take care of you. He's at 3000 Cavanaugh Boulevard in Sweet E. Uh, and uh, Eric uh, is an artisan. He can design you a uh, very unique piece of uh, jewelry. He's got a computer that uh, does the wax molds and all of that. You can see it before they cast it, and you can get exactly what you're looking for. That's at Hillcrest Designer Jewelry. The phone number again, 501 246 
55. All right, so Nancy Pelosi was talking about the new social uh, infrastructure bill. And they said instead of $3.5 trillion, it's going to be like $2 trillion is what they're shooting for now. And uh, and the reason that it's being held up is because of Mansion and Seneca. They're, they're, do, they're doing it on their own. Wow. They're keeping it keeping it from happening. Uh, but they said that, what was it they said they would not be able to give extra money to? Medicare was one. And uh, there's two other. Oh, child care. And there's one other uh, one that you can't, that they can't uh, get extra money for. So there's just something for you to think about. Uh, Yellen was on another one of the uh, uh, talking head programs, of course, head of Federal Reserve. And they asked her, well, here's one thing they haven't figured out yet. Are you guys ready for this? This will not surprise you about Democrats. They haven't figured out how they're going to pay for it yet. Oh. Well, they can just figure it out in, how they're going to do it. Inflate their way through it, right? I can well, guess how they're going to pay for it. Yelling, yeah. <laughs> I mean, T A X C S. Yeah, there's only one way to pay That's for exactly anything. Right from our pockets. Uh, but uh, expect, expect, said Yellen, we'll get it done. There's there. How did she put it? There are multiple ways of raising oh. revenue. That's no, what that's she said. Yeah, sort of. Yeah, that, that's, yeah, there's lots of different ways, but w- which one are you going to use? Did you hear about all yeah, the new what are they IRS use? I mean, what's multiple? agents that they 82, were hiring? 82,000. 82,000 new IRS agents. Does that sound like – who are they going to Who are they going to take the money away from? I mean, who are the they going to investigate? The poor people who can't afford the huge tax lawyers? Well, well here's right. what I said, Artie. Now we know where all the guns and ammunition were going to that Obama was getting That's and that he never put out. Now they're going to show up in the hands of the IRS. I'm yeah. sure they won't be political like Fauci or anything. Oh, sure. no. Oh, no. Please. I'm sure they won't be political. Or the Department of Justice or the FBI. They won't go after certain groups of that people. Do you, think? No. you think they oh, target that some groups happen. and other groups? Oh, man. <laughs> that doesn't happen. Are these people? They don't do I mean, that. Are, do they think people are crazy? Are people crazy? There's people out there when you talk like that and they go, oh, you're crazy. They're not going to. This is America. People They're not going to target it can't happen in America. It's not happening in America. Yes, they think happening. you're crazy. Yep, they do think you're crazy. You're right. The people are fish. Uh, they can't remember five minutes ago. Right. They can't remember five Short-term minutes ago. Short-term memories. All right. Like the tea now, here's what's cool about Simone, all right? Simone is like a punk rocker. <laughs> all right, she loves punk rock, you know? Back in the day. Did you like Susie? Susie Sue and the Banshees. Yeah. Did yeah. you like them? Just All right. See, I like them. Dead Kennedys. Yeah, yeah. You know, well, like you had to like the Dead Kennedys just because they they just did everything with their with their tongue hanging out of their mouth, you know? When they, when <laughs> I they like were, Black Flag. Yeah, oh, bat, I used to use them as one of my uh, uh, instant replay things where you could take little pieces of songs and stuff and play <laughs> them. And, I, you know, uh, I used to play the one that says... Uh, Give me, give me, give me, give me some more. Yeah. Don't me, ask me, me how. Yeah. You know, you know, I used to use that all the time because that's what politicians do all the time. They were smart. They understood that. Well, they punk understood wasn't all red that. back in the day. Who punk, was that? Punk was not red back in the day. No, it's they've, never been red. No. Except for Michael Graves. <laughs> they've culturally appropriated our stuff is what they've done. Yeah. Michael Graves is red. He's, he's a till of the hun red. <laughs> you see him... Uh, before before the show, he's sitting over there eating a big old uh, 
a turkey leg or something before he goes <laughs> on you know michael's a good man but you know bottom line is is that uh it's so funny that they're 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 solidly well they're so libertarian that they're anarchists all right and because of because of that uh they sing these songs as like rage against the machine and all the rest and the songs that they sing about they don't even understand really what they're singing about they're raking they're raking in millions of dollars okay and they're they're railing against capitalism That's, that's the biggest piece of hypocrisy that you can ever do but they do it and the young people go yeah, I like Rage Against the Machine. Down with the man. <laughs> I hate that band. <laughs> you know? Well, who was this guy that used to be the head of that band? He's still out there running his mouth. I don't remember. Harry something? No, Rage, Rage Against the Machine. Who was that? Yeah, it's just crazy. It's a Krishna first. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, they got the. They're the ones that got the thing that grows the yes. the, the ponytail, so God can ponytail. reach down and yank them to heaven. Isn't that what it's all about? <laughs> it could be. It could I be. Know. I don't know. They've got good. I know food they don't let them in O'Hara Airport anymore because people got tired of them with their little symbols running behind you, going Hera 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 Christian Christian Christian. When you're, you know, when you're a kid, that. though, they're good. They'll give you good food. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Go to their house if you like Indian food. I like if you like Star of India, you'll love Hera Krishna food. <laughs> You know, that kind of stuff. But anyway, I'm just saying these people, they they sell something that they don't even believe in. No. Because and you know what? There's politicians like that. All you got to do is look at their voting record. I mean, I want I want the people in Faulkner County uh, over there when uh, Rapert is out of his gig as a state senator. And they say, I'm going to vote for a, a, a Republican conservative and they tell me they're going to vote for Hawk, and then we're, we're going to do some we're going to do some explaining. Well, you know, you better do a definition of what a conservative That's is. That's exactly right. They wouldn't right. even know one if they saw one. Yeah. They wouldn't even recognize same, one. Same thing about that we've been talking about. <laughs> Use the same words, different dictionary. <laughs> That's exactly right. It's, Just it the, it's all in the definitions. I had a guy tell me one time pass any bill you want you can and just give me the definition section and i'll make it mean anything i want it right because you can you can define words to only include certain things or to more broadly include certain things and so yes that's been going on since the 90s right when you when when the president of the united states it depends on what your definition of is is well (laughs) you spoke the truth well i mean just like just like Artie hopper you probably know this that in 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 the law a trailer is a motor vehicle Right, mm-hmm. <laughs> it has no motor on it. It's just a trailer. Yeah, right. but but it's classified as a motor vehicle. I think so they can tax you to death over. Well, it. and I think a sailboat is also classified as a motor vehicle, as a motor boat. Well, does everybody remember uh, having to go to Supreme Court to figure out the difference in the fee and the tax? Yeah, they mean the same, folks. Oh. <laughs> and that way you can originate means the fees. same. <laughs> that, w- that way you don't you can originate taxes in a different. Um, unconstitutional manner exactly. and the courts will um to will rearrange the law for you exactly so that it's done legally exactly even though so you first do you do legally. what you need to do for your party and then you go to the court for and them to back up what you just did right well it's going to be interesting you know guys because um again it, it goes back to this whole thing of 
what's the definition? You've yeah, got to ask sure. people now, please, you know, tell me what you mean by that. Right. Right. Substance. And that's serious because the fact is that if you can just have any any old definition you want for term and op, for terms, then it's impossible to lie because They're you can going, just make up look, your own definition. If you can be a man and dress like a woman and make people address you as a woman, then we need to have a discussion about what is the definition of well, woman. We've got to right. go back to God's word. Sure. If there is not if a source not a of authority, if right. there is not a standard, like right. you said, Paul, if there's not a standard to go by, you're lost. Right. I mean, you'll get a map, and, and there's not a standard on how to read the map. You know, the the Bible has been the map of this country ever since this country was founded. If we throw that away, you know, this this country's off the rails, and, and, that's part and, of the, and it's headed for and, a crash And, and that's course. part of the problem is there are so many churches that have rejected the Bible. That's the, true. That, and that, and that's, that's, that's the, the sad, um, frightening thing is that, you know, there are many biblical principles. If you stand up in, a, in church and talk about them, they will run you off. But I the sad that. thing is, is this country is headed the way history. Just study history and, and see where this country is headed because it'll tell you. But, you know, we're supposed to stand up. We better be elected some people because all these definitions are going to be headed down from Washington to the states. And the states are going to have to decide if they're going to stand up for the definitions that they support or are they going to go by Washington's definitions. That's where we're headed. Sure. All right. Let's take a break. We'll come back after the break and finish up this first hour. We've got a lot more still to talk about. The NBA, the Boston Celtics, got on the bad side of the Chinese. We'll talk about that here in just a moment on the Dave Ellswick <laughs> Show. Let's talk about Pat Davis for just a moment because it is that time now. If you're out there and, and you need to get some health insurance and uh, – He'll help you out with that. He'll save you some money, 30 to 50% typically. Uh, and on top of that, you can get your uh, insurance from any provider in the nation, and it's actual insurance. It's not a share plan. No co-pays, and there are times that your hospital or the uh, uh, emergency clinic will give you a check. When's the last time you heard about that when the hospital sent you a check? Uh, for going in and uh, having surgery or whatever. To find out how all this works, Pat Davis can uh, take, give him 30 minutes. I mean, I'm, that's not really that a big amount of time. Give him 30 minutes to answer all your questions, and he will. And I think you'll find that you too will be one of the people who have joined up with uh, his company. 501 605 6935. It's 501-605-6935. Get a break on health insurance for a change. And uh, you can go to yourhealthplanman.com as well. That's Pat Davis. With you here on the Dave Ellswick Show. Uh, I wanted to tell you uh, about what was going on as far as uh, China. Uh, is it Enos Cantor? I think that's how he pronounces his first name is Enos. Made a statement uh uh, he has a pair of shoes that he wears that calls President Z a brutal dictator. All right. Doesn't go over well. Does not go over well in China. Uh, he said on uh, Twitter that uh, Z and the Chinese Communist Party, someone has to teach you a lesson. I will never apologize for speaking the truth. You cannot buy me. 
You cannot scare me. You cannot silence me. Uh, you cannot uh, do any of those. Bring it on. Uh, he's just making sure. By Donald Trump Jr. said, this guy has more guts than all the virtue signaling. Woke athlete activists combined. Also, he's not a Trump fan, but I have to call uh, balls and strikes. All right. But the bottom line is, is that uh, this is a guy that has spoke out about the Chinese. And because of that, uh, they've pulled all of the Celtics basketball games over uh, his pro-Tibetan statements that he's made. Right. All right, so they, they, you know, they're they're upset. It's like it's like what was the what was the full name of that? The Ten Rings, uh, the movie that came out here just recently, uh, the Marvel movie. I can't think somebody something Chi and the Ten Rings or whatever that hasn't been shown in China. They won't allow it to be shown in China. And because it, they're offended by the they're offended by the truth. <laughs> that's what it is. That's, that's the truth. They're offended by the truth. They're, they're offended by is the it truth. Familiar, and so they're not they're yeah. not letting it happen. And here's what's going on though: in a lot of American films now, they won't make any kind of anti-Chinese statement right. in their movies because mm-hmm. they won't show their movies over there. And it's like the number one market for movie theaters. That's You're China. building a brand new movie theater in china like three every week wow and so, so it's a, uh, a huge market they don't want to miss out on the that they don't want to miss out on dollars. the money so because censored because of that whatever yeah they're they're, they're the wow. old people that we remember that you say hang around uh, rd that said better to be red than dead you remember those people <laughs> those people now it's better to be red than poor well you and know that's, and that's one of those things is that those people are not only making these decisions for themselves; they're making those decisions for us. Exactly. I, I, I you know, I have less heartburn over someone deciding. You know what? I want to become a slave. I want to give up my liberty because I want security. It's one thing for them to say it for themselves, right? But when they vote to give up my liberty for their security, I've got a problem with that. Which is what they're doing. They're Which is exactly what they're doing. Right. Bring on the Benjamin Franklin. Come on. They just want the Benjamins. They don't care about the Franklin parts. <laughs> Hey, uh, if we're going to depend on Hollywood to stand up for this country or to stand up for our freedoms, we're lost anyway. I mean, Hollywood has had very little moral fortitude to start with. They're trying to change society in the other direction. They've been trying to change it since they started. (laughs) It's been going on for a long, long time. They're trying to always remember what I said, R.D. Culture is upstream from politics. That's yeah. exactly what it is. That's why I was That's such sad. a Breitbart fan. Yeah. Uh, he yeah. had he had the guts to say that. Do we, They're do, changing culture. Yes, they are. But, they change the culture, and then the culture will change the politicians. Right. And so which is it? It's chicken or, chicken or egg? Which comes first, chicken or egg? And culture. So it's, it's, right. And so it's <laughs> the, the thing is, that the, can we blame politicians, or do we blame the voters who voted for No, losers? you blame the politicians, although you can blame the voters, because if you just pay attention and ask a few minor questions you'll know whether culture has infected that politician or not and i think that's the issue is that voters vote because they're covetous they want their neighbor's stuff and they want government to take it for them a lot yeah they want their neighbor to pay for what whatever they want right so it's it's, isn't that amazing that people can't figure that out that when you want people to pay more taxes and things of that nature but i don't want to pay more taxes basically what they say (laughs) is 
I've got one color television. My next door neighbor has three. He doesn't need three. I definitely need two. So I'm going to go over and take one of his, and that that equals it out. But, Equity but, instead of but equality. They feel, That's exactly but they, right. But they would never do that themselves. And so what they do is they vote for a hitman to come and take your neighbor's television. The government. Their neighbor. Right. Yeah. And, so that's, <laughs> and, and, and for some reason, this kind of comes back to, to churches not getting behind just basic biblical morals, is for some reason, people have decided there's a disconnect. When we make this disconnect, we put this little institution called government in between us and stealing from our neighbors, then all of a sudden, stealing from our neighbors becomes okay. Well, I want killing, killing becomes okay. Exactly. Exactly. As long as we have peace I, and unity. Right. And so people say, well, you know, I would like to have a new playground for my kids to play on. So I'm going to vote to make the little old lady down the street who's, who's struggling, make, make her pay for it, make the, the, the young struggling family over here, make them pay for it. And yeah, I'm going to have my taxes will go up 50 cents, but, but everybody else around me is going to have to pay for the fact that I want a new playground for my kids. That's like. Having a wave or pool and cabinet. Right, exactly. <laughs> so Everybody's going to pay for a baby. Check that wave exactly. But the percentage of the people that's going to use the wave pool are the same percentage of the people it, that voted 6%? in the tax. Was it 6%? 1%. 1%. Okay. Oh. 1% of people voted right. voted in a tax. That bond. And that 1% of people are going to be the 1% that uses the wave pool while Maybe. the 99% Maybe. pay for it. They may have voted it in the tax in there because they thought, well, when they tell me, well, what have you done? And yeah, you or, can say, well, I gave you a wave pool. Yeah, or, may, or maybe, maybe, maybe or maybe they were the contractors who were going to make a pile of money off building the blow, exactly. blowing thing. That's probably the bottom line. But I love what Dave just said. When they look, people look at a politician, they go, well, what have they done for us? What did I get out of this politician? So politicians are up there trying to get some some money to take back to their community so the community can say, well, hey, they got us an interstate. They got us a bridge. They got us Because they want to have a picture, what we call a grin and grip. All right, grin and grip is where you're standing with somebody in the city, you're giving them a check, you're shaking their hand, and both of you are smiling. Right. That's a grin and grip. You'll see them all the time. Watch it. Watch your local paper. Look what we did for you. We took 500 bucks from you, and we gave you back about $50 worth of value. That's (laughs) the reason Conway wouldn't know a conservative politician Go ahead. if they saw one. All right, let's take a break. <laughs> then when we come back for the first few moments of the next hour, I'm going to turn it over to Simone because she's having a hard time getting in. We're going to get her in here. Let her, let her speak. Let her speak. Let her speak. We'll be back with more here on the Dave Ellswick Show. <laughs> Second hour, Dave Ellswick show. Okay, now I told you, let her speak. Uh, oh, we're going to let you speak. Yes, I'm going to I'm going to interview you a little bit. Are you ready? Maybe we'll see. Pull your microphone up close to you so we can hear you real good. Okay, maybe we'll. Can you see. hear her good now over there, Heidi? Okay, good. So let me ask this question: you You were a punk rocker 
back in the day. I'm you, on the punk rock retirement plan I, right I kinda, now. I, you know, I look at you. You don't catch me as the typical Republican conservative. Right. You got pink hair today. Yes, did you have did. a different color the other week? It's because it faded. It was faded before. Oh, is that what it was? Okay, so here's my question. When did it change for you? I, mean, I got to believe at one time you were you were liberal or you may have been, you know, with the, you know, the Antifa folks kind of not I believing never, in any government. No, well, more believing in no government because it was nihilism. As in, I didn't care about anything. You were a Friedrich Nitschke kind of guy. <laughs> yes. Okay. And uh, Jung, Carl Jung and Nietzsche. And uh, so what changed was, and it came before I had children, but it was a slow evolution of realizing that there were things to live for. And that means that um, then you have responsibilities. And when you start having, and when I had children, the whole world changed and you realize that you're responsible for something. It should else. change. I mean, let's be right. honest. It, no, I mean, view my of whole, the world should change. Well, things that I'd never even thought of, perspectives you don't think of before come into focus and you realize so many. I mean, it's a whole plethora of, of emotional things for a female and, um, you know, just logical things that you have to make work. Like, I need to. I need to be a better person so that I can be a better mother. I can need to be a better person, so which means that my ideas of what I'm responsible and personal responsibility are for changed. Mm-hmm. So per, my personal responsibility went up a hundred percent, you know, from because I thought, you know, before it was, um, it doesn't matter what I do because I'm not affecting really anybody else and I'm not affecting myself. And if I want to go off in some romantic Daydream, as a song goes, you know, often, at, what is it, Ziggy Stardust? Yeah, and, David you know, Bowie. Yeah, some crazy romantic idea of going out in a blaze of glory as an artist, you know, because I always thought I was just going to be an artist, and that was the end of it, you know. Live fast, die young. Right. And uh, then, then the world changes when you have children. Well, so. I think that's one of those things that many, in kind of the libertarian movement, they, they will fail to recognize some of the aspect of um, human rights includes some responsibilities. And so that, you know, if, for instance, I have, I have a responsibility to my parents. I don't, I don't have, I, like, you know, my, my parents wiped my rear end when I was little. Right. They, they changed my diapers. They took care of me. And so as my parents get older, actually my, my father's already died, but um, I have a responsibility toward them on, on the, on the backside of life. And so that, um, and I think that's one of those things that um, libertarians will often, libertarian party libertarians will often kind of fail to recognize that's a rights issue also. Right. The because, full spectrum the, of the, the, rights. The, just, like, just like we would, most of us, I think all of us here would probably agree that it would be a violation of a child's rights to let, let them starve. Yes. But that doesn't mean the child is entitled to this for free. And so the, I think that kind of the, the, the circle kind of comes around is that my parents took care of me when I was a child, and they are entitled to me to take care of them when they are old. And so I, that's their right. It's my duty. And it's an exchange of duties it and is, rights. It is. And I think that's one of those things that that um, the conservatives are they, – they tend to have a hard time articulating that, that very well is that the Democrats will come along and say – well, you can't just let that guy starve. Well, they're right. I can't just let that guy starve unless he just won't work. Then I, then I can let him right. starve, and I should let him starve. <laughs> but the reality is that 
that um, and I use the uh, the analogy. You know, if I'm out sailing in the ocean and someone crawls on my boat when I'm 500 miles offshore because his boat sank, you know, I can't just push him back off. Oh, no, sure, you could. I could, but that would be murder. <laughs> I'm just saying you <laughs> I could. could. Right, I could, but that would be a murder. And so the reality is that even though it's going to inconvenience me and um, and cause me some trouble and maybe even mean that you know I might have to skip a meal or two before I get back to shore, I can't just kill him because it's going to inconvenience me. But doesn't mean doesn't mean he has to he gets it for free. He has to pay me for those services. Right. He has to reimburse me for that. But I can't just kill him. And so I think one of the things is that the left will tell you, well, you have to give it to him for free. And the right will say – sometimes people on the right will say, no, you can push him off. And <laughs> most of them probably wouldn't. But the thing is, the principle is that – Use your foot. <laughs> no, that's, I'm sorry. No, no that's, that's not true. true. The, but, now what I'm right. saying. And so the, so the, the principle that is, though, that neither one of those are correct. The, the principle is that, yes, you got to help the guy. But you don't have to do it for free. There's an exchange, right? There's an exchange there. He has to he has to reimburse you, just like the the, the um the child who is who is um, entitled to not just be thrown in a ditch somewhere. But the child doesn't isn't entitled to it for nothing. But why the not? Child, the yeah. child needs. Why, why can't a child just not be thrown into a ditch? I mean, up until the moment of birth, now we say it's all right to kill them, uh, right? And that's because I mean, people have no moral compass. But the but and you're right. It's but because what they say, I mean, what people say is that well, you know, once they're born, uh, they have special rights. You're supposed to take care of them. Well, why? Why? Right. Uh, that's you, uh, that's my have, whole question. Uh, why? You, well, well, it might you didn't even on, want to have the child. Right. Why? It might depend on how much they have to contribute to society, you know? right? Or who they're going to vote for, or whatever it might be. And so that's but. But at the end of the day, though, do we care about human life? And and for for I, I think all of us in here, we care about human life because of our, our religious foundations. And so it's I, you know if 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 we don't if we're no different than a dog or a cat or a pig or a cow or a chicken, then why can't I eat my neighbor Harry? You can you can <laughs> what's apply, the difference? You can apply story. all this to the story of the Good Samaritan when he come around to the guy that was in the ditch. You know, mm-hmm. everybody else walked around him. But what the Democrats would say is they would have picked him up and take him down to the local DHS office right. and dropped him off at the DHS and office and just paid their taxes. Every or month. or said or said, <laughs> I'll, yeah, I'll save you, and then yelled across the road and said, "Give me your money." Right, right. And so, and then, in the case of the Good Samaritan, I think in that case, it, it at least appears that he was just doing it out of the goodness of his heart. He wasn't even going to charge the guy. He wasn't even going to charge for his services. Um, and, and and that's great. But what we have on the left, and and sometimes people on the right, is that we're not given the option to be generous and charitable with our own funds. They take it from us. That's the problem. Is it used to be community would take care of each other. Churches, um, just you would take care of your parents. You should. And because, and, and then Social Security came along, right. and, and then that's that's a crutch for people to say, "Well, I don't have to take care of my parents. The government will." Which is sad. It is. It's terrible. Which is sad, and it takes away. And I think sure. that disconnects them from their morality. And it, it also disconnects them from their social structure because right. parents don't have to to try to. You know, I need to maintain a relationship about fathers. with fathers. Right. That apply to fathers. Right. Fathers? Right. No, and so, so, so you don't <laughs> right. have to maintain these kind of relationships because if you if you don't maintain these relationships, you're going to die lonely. 
Well, right. And I think all of that was, and I, I think that that's part of what has happened to us is the decay of Western civilization mm-hmm. and our, our, our structure, our social structures, our moral yep. structures, mm-hmm. all of that is, has just slowly, by, uh, by reason, you know, the Democrat, uh, Democrats seem to be the people that are uh, pushing maybe, this. Maybe, maybe by design. Design, that's the word. Right. And so, yeah. For. And so you end up with, we were talking about the definition of marriage <laughs> earlier. And so when you, destroy one of these basic by the way there's a good word for different dictionaries marriage marriage right right and so when you when you destroy this basic fundamental foundation of society this basic building block and so that you know rd hopper and i can get married now that's absurd and i want to go to that wedding right and that, that but that's absurd though that's not a marriage no, it's absurd. No, Artie Hopper has has he's he's married to um, uh, Jennifer, and, and and that's cool. And it's but but <laughs> the, the thing is though that it, we've we've d- destroyed the concept in, uh, of marriage so much that you know what if we could figure out a, a, a right 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 and so and so what, what what's keeping a business owner from marrying his employees for the tax benefits? Yeah, we've taken cats and dogs made a cat dog you remember that cartoon i do i do my kid love that cartoon i'm just saying oh. one half of, a, of the animal is a cat and one half is a dog we've done this, now nuts. we've done that with marriage right and so what, what's going to happen if you get people so confused we've got people who don't know know if they're male or female are we going to allow these people to be plumbers no what we're going to do is we're going to have hate crimes on the books and if you call a male you know, right. a but, female, and you call somebody by right. and so the, the different adverb or mm-hmm. pronoun. That's a scary but, yeah. world but, but different pronoun. Don't, pronoun. don't dare, pronoun. Don't dare it call it a, a he if it is it's a, a he that thinks it, it's a she. It is a scary yeah. world to live in. Because my, uh, the, 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 my, my point with the, do we dare let these people become plumbers? Because, you know, if, if, if you don't understand the basic biology when you're dealing with plumbing, male fittings don't fit to other male fittings. I, mean, I, this, think they, is, I think they got to change that. It's got to be a he fitting and a she fitting. Oh. Hmm. Uh, let's get, the, well, let's get, well, we let's need, get the pronouns right here. Yeah. All right. We need to in, get a break. In, in, in any fitting and an outie fitting? I got to get, yeah, I got to get a break in here, and then we'll come back and talk further. Indeed. And we're going to come back and talk more with Simone. She told you when it started changing for her. And we'll we'll talk further about that here in just a moment. Now, just just starting to know that there was a change coming when did did it change that she started getting involved with politics we'll talk we'll talk about that when we come back here on the uh, the dave ellswick show don't forget about dustin turner been talking about dustin now for months uh there's still an inventory that's low and it is a seller's market still in real estate but you got to know how to do it And, and dustin turner knows that look the the old way of having open houses you know you put a sign up at the end of your street open house today from two until four you know hot cookies and coffee that that's gone the way of the dodo bird basically uh what you do now is you put it on as many uh sites on the internet as you possibly can and you take some you get good pictures taken of the inside of your home and you sell it uh, you sell the sizzle, as the old saying goes. You sell the sizzle of the house on the Internet, and then you'll get some people to want to come and take a look at the house. And then as they look at it, they've already kind of fallen in love with what they saw on the Internet. 
Now it's just a matter of closing the sale. And Dustin Turner is really good at getting a lot of people to come out and take a look at your house because they're in love with it. And then they start making offers. That's how it works now. Now, for you to get involved with Dustin is really easy. 501-952-2969. Justin Turner, who's with the home team brokered by EXP Realty. Uh, 501-952-2969. Or go online to hometeamsilded.com and start packing. All right, back with you. We're sitting here. I'm talking about the Ramones. The Ramones were great. Michael Graves, who we've talked during the break, Big, big friends with the Ramones. A huge friend with the Ramones. So um, I promise I'll try as hard as I Michael is on a tour right now. I think he's down in Mexico. So I'm going to try to get him set up as soon as he comes back to the U.S. Uh, off a tour and get him on the phone and, t- and talk to him because he's, he's really a, he's a fine fella. He's really good. A lot of you don't know, uh, there was a point where I was doing my show on the Internet. You might remember that. That was a, a few years back. And uh, bottom line, uh, Michael uh, ran all of the board work for me yeah. for that. He came down and moved to uh, moved to Arkansas. <laughs> and uh, he, he liked it down here. I promised that I would tell one story about that. And that was Michael uh was a typical rocker and a punk rocker he had his his hair in, in cornrows and stuff and he used to put the makeup on that made his face look like a skull and and all of that and because he sang with the misfits for years so uh he and i became really good friends but he had never had fried catfish <laughs> and i said you have not lived until you've had fried catfish dude that's true. So for you that live in Cabot, it's a restaurant's not there anymore, but Uncle Dean's uh, Catfish, oh, yeah. which was one, some of the best catfish you could ever lay your lips on. Um, I took Michael there. Now, I want you just to, for a moment, you have to visualize this. Michael had his hair in cornrows and all that. He's got his jeans on. They're ripped in the front. And whatnot, and we walked into Uncle Dean's to have uh, catfish. Uncle Dean's was your typical, typical Arkansas catfish hole. I mean, it's a great place to eat, but you know, you can find just fellow Arkansans, backwoods redneck guys. Yeah, yeah, more, yeah. Cap, more than the Cambo- um, Cambotans are, are going to be there. <laughs> so we walk in, and the place is packed. I mean, on a on a Friday night. Like going to smoke and bun. It was yeah. It, it's packed at. It was packed there at at the uh, catfish place. We walked in, and I swear it was like one of those movies. Everybody where you walk in, and, uh, like... and everybody turns around, and it's all of a sudden it's crickets. <laughs> happened to us at smoking buns. You don't hear anything, that. you know, uh, and everybody is staring at Michael, and everybody knew who I was. There was uh, no pro- no problem with that. Oh, you look pretty. Well, that's Ellswick. We know him. And uh, and I said, this is my buddy, uh, you know, Michael Graves. And they and it was, it was so funny. They all just turned around to start talking again. <laughs> you know, all right, he's not he's not a devil worshiper. We're okay, you know, kind of thing. But it was so funny. I mean, if they would have sat and talked to him for 
three minutes, they would have figured out that he was probably more conservative than they were. You know, seriously. But it it is interesting. He loves. He loves catfish now and hush puppies now. Oh, dude. <laughs> now. Yeah, whenever I see him, if he comes through, and he doesn't come through as much because Juanita's is closed down now, and so uh, he doesn't really have too many places to 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 uh, do. I don't I don't know if they could even afford him over at uh, where's the place on Chester over there? Vino's. I don't know if they could afford. Vino's. That's the only I don't place they could, I don't think they heard. could afford him over mm-hmm. there. They could pack their place if they had him there, no doubt about it. But anyway, uh, we'll get Michael on in, in in the future. But that's such a fun story to tell. That would so, be been fun to watch. Uh, it was hilarious. I mean, it really was. I mean, people stopped like chewing. <laughs> right. <laughs> they had food in their mouth, and it was just like like an alien. <laughs> yeah, it was like, huh? it was like, like some... an alien walked into the restaurant. It was hilarious. I, think that I even have this tattoo on my forehead sometimes, and uh. every once in a while, I'm reminded of it when people stop and and stare at you. Yeah, and I wonder, what did it, do I have something in my teeth? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, if you go on face, go Facebook Live, Dave Ellswick Show, you can see Simone has got a tattoo across her forehead, and we've talked about it before. Bar-bar. It's yeah, yeah well, barbed wire, thorns all the way and, and it's, okay. to, it's to remind her of some of the tough times that she's gone through, and she's gone through some really tough times. That's why she's a conservative. Yes, <laughs> I mean seriously, goes through enough tough out. times you learn that kind of stuff. It's amazing about that. So, kind of interesting to find out about Simone. Well, yes. you, you were talking about how you you kind of started off in from your political philosophy is kind of an, I don't care type of, um, I don't care if I die. I don't care if anybody else dies. That's Nitschke, Just man. kind of let, yeah. let, let the world burn around me. And I don't really care if your rights are violated. Or Nietzsche. It's, it's, and that's kind of, then you kind of, <laughs> I always had, you a kind feeling. of become awakened a little bit to, yeah. to a more principled life. Well, I always had the principle of, I don't want to infringe on someone else's rights. Right. Now that was always within me. Somehow that was, I think that was my father because my mm-hmm. father was, he was 20 years Navy and he would always tell me, I may not agree with you, but I fought, you know, and mm-hmm. if for what you believe in sure. so that you can have that right. And so I always felt like, you know, my rights shouldn't infringe on someone else's right. rights. But other than that, I didn't really have any boundaries because mm-hmm. I didn't I feel like for certain things that were going on around me, I didn't feel like I had the reason to intervene. Intervene, and I, and I th- right, and so and so I think probably that that's that's really close to kind of the libertarian philosophy, except that the libertarian philosophy also is I don't the libertarian philosophy is kind of I, I I don't want to hurt anybody else, but I also want to protect others whose rights are being violated, and so that's kind of the the progression of. Not only do I want to not hurt other people, I want to protect others who are being hurt. Right. And so that's kind of at, at the next level up that – but then you go the, go even further than that and you get your, your liberal and conservative ideology sometimes that goes further that says not only do I not want to hurt people and not only do I want to protect people's rights, I also want to start making moral decisions for them and, and telling them how to raise their families and whatever else. And so that, that comes – you start infringing up into socialism and right. things like that. Yeah, I never I never got into that. Now, I know that we as a group of people, when we were younger as kids, we were a bunch of runaways, and we had to take— Not the, the runaways. No, not yeah. the—boy, but I liked that. I saw them in concert. But um, 
No, we had to. We pretty much lived in a small form of communal. Keep your thought. Okay. Okay, we'll come back, finish it, and cherry bomb. Okay, and, and by the way, we were, ta- we were thinking of Bill Ayers. Yeah, that's it. Bill Ayers. His son the is Weatherman. doing something now. See, the, 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 I was talking about that. I used to be, when I was in college, I uh, was a member of SDS, Students for a Democratic Society, and uh, the Weathermen were the violent offshoot of the SDS, and that's when I got off of it. I, I didn't want anything to do with it. I'm a lot like the Beatles were when they would say, you start talking about destruction, you can count me out. Yeah. All right. And this is exactly the way I was. So anyway, uh, let me remind you about David Lucas. If you're uh, concerned about uh, out-of-control government spending, uh, soaring inflation, political unrest, and a rapid decline of the U.S. Do- dollar, uh, you have to understand that there are millions of Americans that are investing in silver and gold to protect their nest egg. Uh, don't let 1970s-style inflation destroy your retirement. Learn how silver and gold can help you protect your assets, that IRA, 401K, and hard-earned savings by calling 501-222-3315. 501-222-3315. And uh, the folks at David Lucas Finance are going to work with one of the only regulated and licensed national wholesalers in the country so you'll get direct prices from a dealer that you can trust if you want to learn more about this about buying you know, silver and gold you got to call 501-222-3315 that's 501-222-3315 investment advisory services offered through david lucas financial that's right here an arkansas registered investment advisor get that in so everybody understands that uh, they're your fellow arkansans and take good care of you all right we come back and i'm i made you stop simone oh. you were talking now let you pick it up i think i was talking about how we lived in a small uh, subset of like a communal situation because we all took care of each other as a community and but it wasn't so i guess you could call it a mini version of socialism but it wasn't it was we all contributed now if you put that it on was, a larger it was voluntary scale, yeah it was voluntary and you know you put it on a larger scale and because we had other people that would try to come in and hang out with us and stuff and not everyone contributed mm-hmm. so they eventually you know you take care of people for so long and when they're not going to contribute you're Sorry, buddy, you got to do something. You got to at least do the dishes in the house. You got to do something to stay at our house. But um, so it was a situation where we all worked. We were kids. We shouldn't have had been able allowed to work at that time. We shouldn't have been living on our own at that time. But we learned young about paying bills. Um, we learned young about taxes getting taken out of our checks. And um, so that that was another set of personal it was responsibility. Was a community. It was a community. Right. So we, you know, somebody would take, bring the food in, they'd try to get enough for all of us, you know, and we all lived within our means. So, and sometimes we, we'd have silly keg parties, you know, <laughs> sometimes we would sell tickets to make rent, you know, that we uh, scalped or whatever, but, you know, we made it, but we learned a lot about personal responsibility, even being young and on the streets. And if you'd looked at us, you wouldn't have thought that's what we were about, but we took care of our bills. No, right. so. But then it changed. And then it changed. When you had your first child. 
Yes, and then the world was, I can't have a child living in something like this because though I don't, you know, when I'm, wow, what a change. I mean, <laughs> it was it was a wild Was it moment. like an overnight thing for you? Uh, it was more of a over a, maybe a half half a year period because i i didn't know that's overnight six months that's over overnight you were living out on the street just being a wild child and all of a sudden right ding 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 i didn't know reality and i wasn't supposed to be able to get pregnant so that was a surprise and it was a blessing it was the biggest blessing that my heart ever had and my life ever had because i mean wow my life changed so completely my perspectives changed my whole view on things expanded that's what i'm trying to say is expanded everything expanded beyond myself and beyond um this little social circle i had and you know what needed to be done for a future and what kind of future do i want my child to have and almost immediately that stuff came out i always tell people that are getting ready to have their first child i always talk to the guy and i i say when i see you next i want you to tell me how much that baby weighed that you just you're going to have. <laughs> and uh, they think I'm nuts when I say that until they have the child and they put that child in your arms and suddenly the weight of the world is in your arms. My and th- that child is the heaviest human being you will ever hold. I will just tell you. Right. You know, in, in, in all different parts of society, you know, that's one thing that I think that should strike people that you're talking about is what kind of future do you want for your children? Yep. You're talking about the future. What kind of you, and what kind of future do you want for your grandchildren? Now, can you just be passive and sit back and watch this country fundamentally change from where it came from and realize that it's going to affect those children that you love so much and those grandchildren? So the kind of the awakening that you had of the responsibility in providing a future for these kids. I mean, the whole country needs to have the same awakening and be involved in this country, be involved in what's going on around them, because it is going to have an effect on your family if you don't care about anything else. And you can do simple things. You can write, you can send emails, you can make phone calls, you can do simple little things, just act, get involved. We appreciate you doing that. Well, <laughs> you know, she does. Got to get fired yeah, you're up. Doing she's it. very, you know, she's been out. She's been out at the state fair. Yeah. Uh, at uh, the uh, Republican booth. Yeah, we worked the booth Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, the first part of it. And then we worked, I think, was Saturday night, the last Saturday night, and got to meet a lot of people. That's cool. I brought Trumpy Bear out with me, so people were taking pictures with Trumpy Bear. <laughs> so that was fun. He got to go on an adventure. And um, we met a lot of really good people who want to act. That's good. So I got to direct them to our Republican Women's Club and so that they know there's a group of people that they can interact with. And hopefully we'll get something moving, get people motivated and get – because there's a lot of motivated people. They just don't know where to put their energy at. They need leadership, don't they? That's well, it, and that's, leadership. That's, that's one of the things that's it's interesting. Like sometimes you see some of these major protests. We've got a lot of people that are very angry. They're very motivated, but they're not – their anger and um, energy is not directed very well. That's it. And so I think it, it, they need leadership. Unfortunately, they've got other people leading them that are moral reprobates, and they need people leading them that will actually help them direct their, their efforts and their energy into um, morally upright pursuits. Right. And we need more training into um, 
more training into how to get things done, like even within our groups. And, uh, and, and But first, I think we need to actually help people develop moral compass because well, I, yeah. I, I don't want people to be good at leadership until they actually have a moral compass that's functional because it's so dangerous. To, to leadership skills are, are incredibly valuable, but they're also incredibly dangerous because what, if you don't have a moral compass and you have leadership skills, man, you can hurt a lot of people. Right. And, and what you're trying to do, it can work grassroots from the bottom up. It can work grassroots. A lot of time the establishment doesn't want a lot of new people to come up because they can lose control and they can lose their numbers. Right. But whenever you start grassroots and what you're talking about and you get people to get involved, enough people can make a change. Right. I mean, uh, the counties can run the state committee, but the counties have to stand up and take responsibility and start writing resolutions and start participating well, and, in, in, and knowing in what's things. right and wrong before you get there that you're right about that and, you're completely right and about because that. how many times can you go to a, be in a crowd of people and someone will make a comment that nobody's really thought about very much before and if no one's encouraging them to think about it they may just think oh you're just a nut job or they may all go, all go along with it and it's and it's like uh, they didn't, but 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 pe- they'll, 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 there will be things that they've never really considered one way or the other, and, and and they go along with it not because of principle, but because well, it kind of sounded good. Yeah, a group it, think. Right, right. I, I was on a nationwide conference call with a group of leaders for the auto recyclers the other day, and they were talking about these new eighty thousand people that are going to come out and start auditing us. And I just, oh, you know, toward the end of the call, I asked if they were going to asked for our shot records while they were there. So uh, they kind of wound the call up real quick there. I mean, that was like, okay, that's enough for today. Let's go now. So uh, so they think, yeah, R.D.'s the crazy guy in Arkansas. Well, but uh, you know what? If you look at history, it's not so that crazy. That was a valid question. It was a definitely a valid question on the end of that. Well, I, the thing is, okay, if these, if these auditors are going to come in and stick their nose in your business – and Isn't how far are they business? going to stick their noses into has your there, business? Has there right. ever been a time when they showed up to audit somebody for one thing and they investigated something else that was totally unrelated yeah, sure, sure. and then pressed them charges and took them to jail for something that they wasn't even there for? Does people have any memory at all? And so part of the problem with these audits, though, that you're dealing with is, is sometimes – they come in and audit your business without any kind of probable cause. You know, I think the Fourth Amendment says something about that. You're, you're supposed to be securing your persons and papers against unreasonable searches and seizures. What? And warrants shall not issue. It's, it's a little part of the Constitution. That they, what? It's, it's, What's that? It's, it's on the toilet paper roll. In the, in I'm the, just saying, what is that? In the All government right. buildings. Now, you say that, but there's people that won't come on this show and say what they really think because they know they're going to get audited. And... Are getting hammered uh, by the government in various think, different ways. And I'm, the, let right. me just say that he's exactly right. He's exactly right. There's a, there's been people that have come on this show and been very outspoken, mm-hmm. and have had four and five audits in a matter of just months. So well, if you think that that the government strange. agencies can't be used politically, that I don't Weaponized. know what rock you've right. been well, living I believe under. that. Yeah. Right. I mean, yeah. I, I, it's been I, going I, on. Yeah, right. definitely. What do you think Biden's going to do when he says he's hiring 82,000 agents? Do you think that they're just going to sit around and 
and roast marshmallows and make s'mores? And, and I don't think so. That's, that's, the, scary, that's the scary part. Because like, yeah, like yeah here, who are they going like, after? That's right. like, like here in Arkansas, is that, you know, there's been a lot of dumb regulatory <laughs> laws on the books for a long time here in Arkansas. But I think we've been able to feel largely free because there weren't enough bureaucrats to enforce those stupid, dumb laws. Nobody really knew they existed for the most part, I think. And so if you just want to go out and start a business and you just open, you just start it, and nobody would bother you. If you pass enough laws, everybody's a criminal. So, you, yes, exactly right. right. You can get somebody on something. Right. And so the, the, what, what the problem is, though, that if you start giving out more money, providing more funding for more and more bureaucrats, more and more enforcers, agents, then they don't even have to say, well, we didn't pass any of the laws for this. We're just enforcing the laws that are already on the books. Nobody knew the laws were on the books for the most part. And so all of a sudden, you know, <laughs> we got problems 10 years problems ago, 10 years ago, we were pretty much free to open a business here in Arkansas. But see, that's your real problem because ignorance of the law is no excuse. That's what they'll say. Right, right. But the thing is, though, that but, but 10 or 15 or 20 years ago, you could open a business, and you might be breaking all sorts of laws, but you never knew it because nobody ever enforced them for the most part. And so you were pretty free to open a business. And we were better for it. Well, I think you're right. And so, But the problem is that so if you, if you hire hordes of new bureaucrats, and then the effect is that wet it, it's, it's like having new laws. It's like having new laws that, that yeah. put a wet blanket on business. All right. We've got to take a break. When we come back. Major League Baseball has got to be having a conniption fit right now. Remember, they they told told Atlanta they couldn't have the All Star Game. You remember that because of that, that voting bill. Are they going Are they going to make Atlanta play in Seattle during the World Series? Because you know it's Atlanta. It's going to be Atlanta and Houston. Uh, playing in the World Series, so are they going to strip them of the ability to have games in Atlanta to punish them even further? We'll talk about that when we come back. It's uh, about 12 minutes till 8 o'clock. Don't forget about PI Roofing. They'll take good care of your roof. Uh, As far as I'm concerned, best roofing company here uh, in central Arkansas, if not in the state. Uh, You bring them out, take a look at your roof. Uh, They'll find the leaks if there are any. Uh, They'll make sure that it's in good shape to protect the inside of your home from the elements from outside your home. And like I've told you, a leak is a a serious thing. It gets through the shingles, gets through the felt, gets through the the wood, then into your house, goes through the uh, insulation, and then gets up against the drywall. Then it can start, you know, working on your drywall, and that's when you get mold and all kinds of things that you don't want inside your home you can call pi roofing they'll come out and check your home walk it make sure that it's okay if it's okay they're not going to say well you need a new roof that's just not the pi roofing way uh if you need some work they may tell you this part of your roof needs to be replaced or it could be that they say yeah it's that time dave time to get a new roof i mean look a roof does not last forever if whatever they're putting on your roof is made by a man then it's going to fail sometime. All right, it's PI Roofing 707-3551 or piroofing.com. So it's a good question. What are they going to do with Atlanta? We haven't heard anything from Major League Baseball yet. The World Series starts tomorrow, and they'll be in Houston. Now, will they come back to Atlanta when it's uh, the home team's uh, field? Or are they going to say because of that voting rights bill that they passed, 
that uh, we didn't let you have the World Series. Now you don't get to have the home games in the World Series. So, so if it okay, you're, you're saying it's going to be between Atlanta and Houston. And Houston. So why would it be some? Why wouldn't it be in either in Texas or in, or or Georgia? Because, well, you got to understand what happened with the All Star Game. It was supposed to be in Atlanta, and they moved it to Colorado because <laughs> of the voting rights bill because that was they, passed in right. in, uh, uh, in right. Georgia. So, so the, the, the baseball league is a bunch of bigots who don't want to hang out in Georgia. Well, they're very, very uh, woke. Texas just passed <laughs> voting rights, too, now. Yeah. So are, are, are they going to have to have the World Series somewhere Outside the the, the, the boundaries the of the United States, let's play it in Canada. Put it on a cruise ship. Put it I'm in just Delaware. saying, it's crazy. <laughs> play it in Delaware, where Biden's hometown. Yeah, it's it, you What's know. What's next? I'm just saying. I I find it. It's a shame. Ridiculous yeah. that they took the 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 All Star Game from Atlanta. So I mean, but, but because of is, that. But I guess I'm, I'm, I don't follow baseball. But is it traditional? F- for them to have it somewhere other than the home state of one of the teams? No, 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 it's, no. It's always Typically, be one of the teams. you play seven games, all right? You're going to play seven games. So that makes sure that, makes sure that each team has at least two games in their home state. In their, homes, in their home park. Okay. All right? Uh, because you got to win four to win the World Series. Uh, typically, it takes longer than that. Mm-hmm. Normally, I would say average is six games. Six, right. But so if you just, get if two just, games. If you're to dominating say, the other team, you might do it in four. Yeah, you might do it in four. I mean, the Yankees did that several times, and and so did have the Dodgers before. Uh, but I I just think it's 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 ridiculous that Major League Baseball, as stupid as they were, when they ripped out the the, the All Star game from Atlanta. And put it out in in Denver, Colorado, because of their voting rights bill, which was not as draconian as some of the more liberal states in the United States. Because they were already on the books, and it was... Did they ask for an ID before you vote? Yeah, that's... <laughs> oh, that's uncommon. Yeah, you can't buy a they ticket did. to the World Series wrong. unless you show your ID. No, I'm just right. kidding. Just like, just, just like some, some of the, the hardcore Democrat states years ago, they would they would make specific laws for the express purpose, or maybe they wouldn't express it, but they for the purpose, apparently, to keep black people from voting. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, like the like the the um, bull tax and, and whatever stuff, yeah. else. I mean, my, my grandfather used to talk about how you had to pay a dollar to vote, and it was pretty well kind of assumed. Oh, this is to keep black people from voting. No, that's what it was. Yeah, it's a yeah. sad, sad part. So that was the past. That's a sad part of our sad, past. Yeah, we've gotten past got the past. Past the past. Study yeah. it and learn laundry. from it. Don't hide it. Yeah, well, that's exactly right. Should be taught. Should be taught in school. Do, do this was re- taught in my school. Well, do a little research. You know, gerrymandering and all that stuff yeah. was taught. Yeah, I've, I've mentioned it in gerrymandering. Um, Alan Clark posted a, a comparison. You know, the Democrats are screaming about the new um, congressional maps here in Arkansas, the districts, and he, he posted a picture of, of the of the congressional maps in, I think, Illinois. Did you see that gerrymandering that was going on? <laughs> yeah. Unbelievable. Yeah, that's, that's like... Um, it's Arkansas, the the new maps for Arkansas are 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 pretty concentric. I, I maybe want to call it that. There's there's a little bit of fingering here and there, but but pretty pretty minor. But you look at the one in Illinois, where it's basically run by Democrats in that state. Um, yeah, that's 
that's pretty fingery. Yeah, they go fingery. around and circle. Yeah. Okay, we got a lot of Republican voters here. Let's put them over here in a blue area so keep, that they have no ever they have no power at all to, to get any right. kind of. Are you trying to say it's politically motivated? Surely, oh yeah, surely, surely not. But, surely but it's always been. Surely I thought that's the way it's set up. RD, I loved it when the the lady from the uh, Democrats here in Arkansas came out and said that. Uh, you know, it was being it was so political that redistricting was p- politically motivated, and I thought, well, that's interesting. <laughs> I said, she, at least she's being honest because the Democrats <laughs> have been doing it for 135 years. This was our first opportunity, right? That's just like their First Amendment rights. It's like you have the right to speak as long as you, you agree, agree with as us. long as you're saying what I want that's you to true. say. That's the only time you have the right to speak it, is it, if it, you agree with me. So yeah. we have the right to redistrict. Unless it's your turn, well, and, and you don't do what I want well, you to do. That's why you're freaking out. Is all well, the governor switched over to Republican, and a yeah, lot of it, we have a lot more control. And right. it, it, it is a, a sticky topic. Is like, how do you how do you make it fair to, to redistrict stuff? But well, move. you've got to have so people are going to move around. There, and it has have, to happen. You have to do it. And, and can we don't have. I don't know. By law, it has system. to happen. I don't know of any computer system that can do it in a totally unbiased fashion. Yes. Yeah. Where's the governor been on all this? I haven't been. He just he said he wanted to he wanted the legislature to do it, and then he would vote yay or nay on it. Okay, well, that's, 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 so that's kind of the way it, it works. All right, that's uh, going to be it for today. Tomorrow, the female females are going to be in, so I will put on my estrogen uh, <laughs> sunscreen, and then we'll have the Bible guys on in the final hour of the Dave Ellswick show. Looking forward to you tomorrow. We'll get underway at six a.m. Simone and R.D. and Paul, thanks so much for being yes, in, in a part of the Enjoy Dave Ellswick Show. Heidi, great job as usual. We're back tomorrow at 6 a.m. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.